Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Timmy Gibson Show. I figured I would come on here. One of the advantages of, of, of uh, having a podcast is I can come on anytime and talk about whatever I want to talk about and post it to the world and feel good about myself. <laughs> hey, so I, I've been thinking, and uh, which I do a lot of that, and all, a lot of times my thoughts are all over the place, but I've been having this kind of this reoccurring thought uh, and been thinking a, a lot about the topic of, you know, how to make a marriage work. W what are the things that are required to make a marriage work, you know, and, and go the distance and not just that, like, so like whether you're single or married or engaged, you know, dating someone, this, this particular podcast, like this particular episode anyway, uh, I, I want to specifically speak to the, the four things that I think the, the four C's, right? I used to be a pastor, right? So that's often how I think, you know, the four C's and here's an acronym and the three easy ways to whatever. So it's compatibility, connection, chemistry, and then commitment. So let me, let me just talk about those things. And the title of this particular uh, episode is more than tickles in the tummy. What factors are critically important in a marriage working or what is important for you to look for in a potential partner or mate, right? If you're single. And if you're engaged or dating someone, does your relationship have these four elements in it? I think these four things are pretty universal. I don't think, the, you know, you can dial down what's important in a relationship and there's, you know, uh, it's like a, you know, death by a thousand or death by, yeah, a million paper cuts. I mean, it's, you know, if you drill it down, there's a lot of things that are important for a relationship to, to flourish. But I think, and I, I even think it's in this order, uh, the, the four most important things. So let's, let's quickly talk about them and, uh, you, you think about it and see what you think. Number one, compatibility. The reason this one is so important is for obvious reasons. If you're incompatible with your partner, then it's going to be a struggle. And I've mentioned this so many different times in so many different ways. And I've talked about this with Pammy and with Lance and Steve and everybody else that's ever been on this podcast. This, this word comes up, this compatibility. So what does it mean to be compatible with someone? Well, you know what? Let me, let me just look that word up. What does it mean to be compatible? Because I think, um, that's one of the un, I don't, I mean, for me personally, I don't hear that talked about a lot. I hear about, you know, communication and this and that, but compatibility in simple terms, here's how I view it before I read the dictionary's definition. When I think of compatibility, it's basically my life is compatible with, or is along the same lines as 
my partner, like for example, my wife, my, my partner, Jessica, one of the things that was so refreshing about getting to know her is to find out just how compatible we were. She likes the outdoors. I like the outdoors. She's spiritual. I'm spiritual. Uh, she likes to communicate. I like to communicate. <laughs> she likes to eat healthy. I like to eat healthy. She likes to go hiking. I like to go hiking. She likes animals. I like animals. There were all these, these different things. I got to take a drink of coffee. Hang on a second. Just, you know, as I was getting to know her, as she was getting to know me, it just, there was this familiarity which, you know, you feel like I've known you all my life, right? That there, I think that just because, because you're compatible and also connection, chemistry, and all the things that we're going to talk about. Um, but compatibility, let me just read you the dictionary. The Oxford dictionary says able to exist or occur together without conflict. Ooh, I did not read this before I came on here. So that's kind of interesting. So two things it says for whatever reasons in parentheses, two things able to exist or occur together without conflict. Meaning, Hey, I want to go right. And she's like, I want to go left. And I'm like, well, I want to go up. She goes, I want to go down. <laughs> I like black. I like white. I like red. I like green. I, now I'm being a little funny here or trying to be funny, probably not very funny, but anyway, you know, obviously in a, relationship and for a relationship to really flourish, you don't have to be compatible in every area. So I was obviously being facetious. You don't have to have the same favorite colors. You, you know, you don't have to share the same likes for food or same taste buds, right? Clearly. Though I would say that some of those bigger ticket items, right? If, if they're a person of faith or a religious person, I've always said this, I'm not religious, but I've said this when I was religious and I still feel this way, even as a non-religious person, if you are religious, then I, I would say, you know, my, my advice would be then it's super important to find someone who shares in your religious beliefs. They don't have to be the same but they need to align somewhat. Okay. So I, I can only reference my relationship. So I, I hope that's okay. And, and we're not like the model couple that, um, you know, everybody just look at us. I'm not trying to be that way either. I'm, I'm just sharing things that I've learned and things that I've seen in my own relationship. We're both spiritual though. Her spirituality and my spirituality are different. She has different opinions and views and beliefs than I do. And so it's, it's, but in general, our religious or our spiritual beliefs are in alignment. Now, granted, we're both very open and our spiritual beliefs are pretty broad, meaning both of us kind of have that view of this is what we think, but clearly, you know, we don't know. And this is a fun conversation, right? So if you're religious though, and, and, you know, especially like if you're a, a Christian, uh, I, I would just tell you, like, I think it's very important that you find a Christian <laughs> to be with, um, that 
and here's why it'll make the relationship that much easier. I was thinking of all the different titles for this particular podcast, this episode. And one of them I was going to say is uh, hard versus easy in a relationship. And I was like, hey, I don't know if I like that. You know, I always struggle with titles for some reason. I, I think titles are so important, right? It's the first thing that people see. But it, it, if you want your relationship to be challenging, then find someone you're not really compatible with. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, if, it, if, if you want to, if you want your relationship to be just a struggle, then find someone you're not compatible with. That's, that's how you can really struggle. Okay. Is to, to have totally different views. And I would say politically these now, again, it takes a special person to be able to have some differences and be incompatible, if you will, let's just use that word, or not see things the same. Because you notice I didn't say, here's point number one, see things the same. I'm not saying you got to see, see everything the same or have the exact same perspective, the exact same beliefs. No, no, no that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you got to be compatible. So again, when it comes to religious views, political views, you don't have to be Hey, I need my partner to think exactly like I think though. I would say it would be challenging for a person who let's just say, I'm just throwing this out there that loves Trump. Let's just say you, you love Trump and your partner hates Trump. Trump. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that's going to be a point of contention. Is it possible? Mm. The only way I think that you can have some pretty substantial differences is if you are super, super emotionally mature and intellectually mature, meaning that you have a view, but you're very aware that it's just your view and you could be wrong and you could be mistaken and that you could still learn and grow and develop. Okay, then, yeah, maybe. Like maybe that won't be such a big deal then because I, I'm I'm just making this up. Like I don't like Trump, but I'm open-minded. And so I'm not a fan, but my partner is a fan and I love my partner. They're smart. They're intellectual. They're, they're thoughtful. You know, they're open-minded and there's some things that they like about Trump or there's a reason why they like Trump or support Trump. Now, I know some people and I, I'm, I'm going to be nice. I have an opinion about the kind of people because <laughs> back when I was single, I remember when I was on the dating apps and I would see it like the first line in their bio. If you voted for Trump, swipe left. And I thought I didn't vote for Trump and I'm still going to fucking swipe left on you. You closed minded, <laughs> narrow minded. <laughs> it's like. Really? Really? You know, so again, I didn't even vote for the dude, but still I, I, I have friends that did. <laughs> they're still my friends. I still think they're nuts, but they're still my friends. Right? Like, so I, I get it. I get the, the idea of how could you support such a person? I get it. But the sum total of somebody is not based upon who they vote for now. If, and if you think so, Gosh, I mean, you're a fry short of a happy meal. That's just not intellectually intelligent. That's just not intellectual intelligence. That's just not 
a smart thing to think. Now, does it mean something? Well, of course it means something, right? I mean, it of course it means something, but it doesn't mean that up oh, everybody that voted for Trump's a complete moron and is an idiot, right? Okay, really? Like, come on, let's let let's grow up here. Let's let's grow up. Let's not we're not in fucking fifth grade anymore. Okay. So anyway, I'm harping on this because it's it's about compatibility. As, as some people are just incompatible. Have you ever met those kind of people? It's like they just want to fucking be contrarian. You know, if you say love is the best way and then they, you know, post something that I don't think it is. I think we need hate. You know, it's like, okay. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, I understand what you're saying and, and, and even agree, you know, like I understand that intellectual argument. I just watched a movie, um, a Disney, I think it was Pixar or maybe it's just a Disney movie. Uh, called Inside Out. If you've not seen it, I highly recommend it. And it, you know, to be honest, it was a very deep, thought-provoking movie about the different emotions that all of us have. And, you know, happiness is a, well, this is the movie. Happiness and sadness and all these different things. And and in the movie, they really elevated the the utility or the importance of Sadness and the role that sadness plays in a life and that it's important to have that emotion and, and to allow for that emotion, right? You don't want to, and, and this is something that for me, this is something I personally work on because I tend to bend towards the happy side all the time, like happy, 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 happy. But there's a balance to that, right? And so there are things and times in life when it's not happy. And it's okay to cry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be stricken with grief. It's That's okay. And you should allow for those feelings, right? Now, they shouldn't dictate your life. So anyway, good movie, Inside Out. Highly recommend it. Uh, it, it will challenge you um, in so many different ways. But it just kind of let... For me, it just spoke to me deeply that all the emotions are important. You know, we have all these different emotions and they play a certain role in our lives and help us stay balanced. I thought it was really, really good. So compatibility, yes, it's just critically important. And I think it's like I said, I I think personally, the one of the, the it's number one in my little podcast right now, because it is to me the number one most important thing to consider in a relationship, in a potential partner, are we compatible? Do our lives fit? Are we aligned? Because if, okay, can you have differences? Well, I'm not saying that every single thing must align perfectly, right? So please don't read into what I'm saying, but do you need to be, generally compatible and and yes absolutely if you want to be in a happy healthy relationship long term like a life partner compatibility is absolutely critical you must fit together as a couple okay number two connection uh, let me just look up connection too. Cause I, you know, I have my thought on what that means. 
but let me just let me just look it up real quick connection what does it mean to be connected all right connection a relationship in which a person thing or idea is linked or associated with someone else huh um well to me when i think connection there's just this is going to be super short i'm i, I I'll be honest with you. I'm thinking connection. What exactly <laughs> that you can connect? I, you know what? Gosh, guys, I don't even know what to really say about that. It's just, uh, what does it mean to connect? I mean, you know what? Let me just, let me just ask Google. What does it mean to connect with someone? I'm struggling to find out. Human connection is the sense of closeness. Oh, okay. Thank you, Google. Human connection is the sense of closeness and belongingness. That's a, that's a word. A person can experience when having supportive relationships with those around them. Connection is when two people, two or more people, interact with each other and each person feels valued, seen, and heard. Hmm, that's good. So I guess I should like, what, what would be some signs that you have connection with someone? Like what, what would be some things to, to look for? Well, one is you feel, <laughs> you feel like you feel some kind of a connection with them, right? You feel comfortable around them. You especially, here's what really matters that you feel comfortable around them being yourself. That's really, really important. I'll be honest, man. I went out with a lot of different people and, 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 and frankly, I think connection is really, really important, but it's not the first thing, right? That's not why I'm matter of fact, I should put it lower. I think connection is very important, not as important as compatibility because you can feel connected and comfortable around someone, but that doesn't mean that you should get married and spend the rest of your lives with each other. And as well, right, I guess just because you're compatible with someone, you shouldn't either. I don't think it's any one thing. I think it's going to be all four of these things working together that really creates something special. So you feel comfortable with them. You know, conversations are never boring. They easily happen. You know, you can talk for hours. Um, you learn from them. They learn for you or from you. Uh, you're not afraid which just kind of goes back to what I just said a second ago, but you're not afraid to um, show them who you really are and how you are and, and what you are and, and all those things. I think that's really, really important that you're able to, to just be authentically you and feel safe at, when you're being that way. Um, you know, that they, there's this, like this, you just feel this, fit, you know, like two pieces of a puzzle that just fit together. Um, you can't get them out of your mind. You're thinking about them all the time. You just have an instant, deep, profound respect and admiration for them. Uh, that when you're connected to someone, you know, you just want to share in their life, be a part of their life. Um, connection can also, you know, happen whenever you go through some hard times with someone. Um, and also, I would think another big one when it comes to connection is that, you know, you just have this sense that I could, I could be connected to them. Like I could, I could see myself coming up alongside them and them coming up alongside me and, and making this work. So, you know, connection 
connection, I think, is a is a really big deal. All right, the third one. Let's let's keep it moving. I want to try to get this done in thirty minutes. Uh, third one is chemistry, and which kind of led to the title of this. You know, more than tickles in the tummy, chemistry. Well, let's look that up. Let's just keep looking this stuff up. I, I think that's fun. What is chemistry? Let's see what it says about that on on the Googles. What does it mean to have chemistry? Let's see what the Google Play says. Simple, pu simply put, the feeling of chemistry with another person is that of connection. <laughs> okay, well, I guess those are go together. Uh, it's a draw to someone else that makes you want more of them. That doesn't have to be in a romantic relationship context. Okay though that is the way we must often use the word chemistry. Okay. Well, I guess chemistry and connection are kind of like really similar, right? Um, how do you know if you have chemistry? Well, that to me is you just feel it. Like I think, I think chemistry is just, you feel it. Chemistry is something you just feel right. Which again, which is why I'm in this pod. This episode is entitled, you need more than tickles in the tummy. I've said this a million times. It's, it, I, I can't speak for a woman. I'm, a, I'm not a woman, so I can't speak for a woman. I don't know what it feels like when she sees someone that she's attracted to or has that, that tickles in her tummy. I don't know. You know. I don't know what it is. Is it when he's funny? Is it when he, you know, maybe I'll get Pammy to, to jump in on this whenever um, we talk. But so I, whatever, I can't speak for a woman. I can speak for myself. There's this physical chemistry to me is just that it's a chemical thing. Something about their smell, something about their aura, something about their smile, something about their hair, something about the way they move, something about their voice, their tone, their body language. Like chemistry is like all that stuff that you can't, put in a capsule and put it in a bottle. If you could, it'd be un you'd be a multi gazillionaire. You'd be richer than Bezos. The, the chemistry is just that you can't explain it. It's something that has to be felt. It's something you feel. Now, do you feel that instantly? Does it grow? I, all of it. I think sometimes you can feel it instantly. I think sometimes it develops over time. Uh, the more you spend time with them, the more that you're around them, all those things. I think all of those things play a role in the tickles in the tummy, if you will. So, Kim, obviously, you you want to like the smell of your partner, <laughs> right? You you even when they have bad breath, right? Like the the you want to like their smell even when it's not the perfume or the cologne. Like you just want. You, you just like their smell. I, I'm, I, I'm reading a book right now. Uh, I think it's called The Dinner List. I, I'd have to look at it. Um, great book. Um, oh, if I could think of the, the title. It's too far away from the podcast desk here where I'm at. Um, great book. It's highly rated, highly, highly reviewed. And in the book, it was just funny. The, the, you know, there's this chemistry connection between these two people. And, and she said, you know, and when we kissed, he had the taste of, of coffee and cigarettes and and you know whatever she said and i i thought 
fascinating. And, and, and she said it in a positive, you know, and she said it in a, in a very positive way. It wasn't like a, a bad thing. It was like a good thing. So, you know, Hey, listen, I'm sure we've, I'm sure you have stories just like I do. I, you know, I, I went on dates back when I was single and I pretty much, you know, as soon as I hugged the person was like, Oh, like something about their smell just wasn't good, you know? Um, and it's unfortunate and it wasn't like a body. Well, maybe it is body odor pheromones. I don't know. Maybe it was the perfume too. Like, but I just didn't like their smell. I just, just like, have you ever met someone they they start talking and you're like, Timmy, that's what I'm thinking right now. You just don't like their voice. There's something about their voice that just irritates you. Um, you know, I don't know. Right. If, if that, obviously I'm, I'm being funny. I'm sure you wouldn't be listening to my voice if you didn't like it. Those that don't like it aren't listening. So we're okay. Uh, but that's, 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 that's okay. Like it's okay to, to not uh, have chemistry with people uh, because the person that you're going to want to be in relationship with, you will need to have chemistry with. All right. Final one. And this is a, this, this one to me is, the one you can more put your finger on. In other words, you're, you're, con you're in control of this like 99.9%, .9%, I think maybe even 100% for sure, but con commitment, all these other things, compatibility. I mean, that just is what it is, right? I can't, I can't make someone compatible to me, right? Or they can't make me compatible to them. Uh, that, you know, you either are compatible or you're not now granted you can grow more compatible over time, but you know, when you meet someone, you're either compatible or you're not. And, you know, and unfortunately some people get married and, and grow to be incompatible. And that's another topic that I'll probably be talking about in a podcast coming up Friday with my friends that we're going to talk about, uh, divorce recovery and, and how to save yourself from a divorce. Uh, so, you know, compatibility is just what it is. Uh, initially anyway, connection. I mean, you're, you're connected to someone or you're not chemistry. You either have chemistry with them or you don't right now. Again, these things can appear, they can grow, they can develop. Of course, of course, but they're kind of either there or not there. Commitment is critically important to a relationship and really more so as a person's character, the person needs to be a care that have the kind of character that they can commit right? Or be mature enough emotionally to realize I can't commit and not lie to themselves. You can commit if you choose to. Commitment is a choice. All these other things I think are kind of like, they're not, they're not a choice. Now they can grow as a, as a result of our choices, but commitment is a choice. You know, when I met my wife now, we were compatible. There was connection. There was a lot of chemistry. Then each of us had to decide whether we were willing to make a commitment to each other. It was a choice that she made and I made based upon our compatibility, our connection and our chemistry. Then we made a commitment to be with each other. And it was important. I wanted, and the reason I have this uh, in the four is because one, it's the one thing that we're control of, are in control of. And it's also a thing that I do think is important. And we, matter of fact, my wife and I, Jessica and I talked about this the other day. I said, you know, what if I had not wanted to ever get married? 
you know, how would that have affected you? And, and then of course, and then we talked about, what about me? Like I asked her, like, what, what would it, have, what would you have thought if I would have never wanted to be married? And then I asked, you know, I was, we were talking about, Hey, what if you would have never wanted to get married? You know, how would I have handled that? And, you know, we just talked openly and honestly, if we're married, <laughs> but you know, we have these deep kind of, uh, talks all the time. Typically breakfast is when we do a lot of that, but, um, you know, it was that that's, that's something you just have to decide. Am I based upon all those things, the compatibility, our connection, our chemistry, and all the other things that maybe are important to you. Can I, and will I make a commitment to this person? And if I make that commitment to them, can I keep this commitment? And so, you know, for both of us, we, the answer was a resounding yes. Um, that, I, I wanted a committed relationship and she also wanted a committed relationship. And then when we found each other and learned all about each other, we decided to commit to each other, but that's something that you have to decide. So I think marriage, finding the right person is more than tickles in the tummy. All right, guys, I'll see you soon. Peace. Peace.